0: Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of Saint Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Rhoda, and with me I have Father Eli Gieski. How are you doing today, Father Eli? Good. Good to be on the show once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, like always, we have to start with an update on the weather. Yeah, uh, it is again snowing.
1: Yeah, we we got some snow this morning and. Uh... It looks really nice. Yeah, it's, it looks very Christmassy out there. So, um, we're we're at Holy Family today. So we're broadcasting from a different location. So we have a window to look out. So mm-hmm. it's kind of exciting. Usually we're in the library over at St. Lawrence. So
0: yeah, and stare at the same books every week. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. It's a uh, it is uh the week before Christmas.
1: Right. Yeah, we're we're, we're within days. So today is the twenty first, and we are closing in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's exciting. Uh, you know, it, yeah, it's just, I feel like it's one of those things where Christmas just, I mean, every year kind of sneaks up faster and faster, but this year I'm just like, wow, yeah. it is, uh it's here and uh, the season of Advent is, has come to a, almost a close. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. just another year that we can just enter into you the the mystery that is the birth of Christ and uh
1: you know. Yeah, just enter into the uh celebratory season. Yeah, no, it's exciting to get to this point. I think the anticip anticipation builds throughout the season of Advent. You know, when you finish Thanksgiving and you enter Advent, it's kinda like okay, you know, we're we're getting going and and you get to now it's like, Oh my gosh, we're here. We're basically yeah. here. So yeah. Yeah. Uh are you
0: um are you a big, like, Christmas music guy at all? Or, like, or like, do you, do you ever, like, put it on in the background just to be, like, you know, get into the... Get into the mood? The
1: mood, yeah. Uh, I am not, usually. I, I don't own any Christmas music that I'm aware of. Although, I do have Charlotte Church's version of Lo How the Rose Air Blooming, which is kind of an Advent song, kind of a Christmas song. That's probably my favorite Advent Christmas song. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think like, last week or maybe, like, a week and a half ago.
1: This is kind of when I started breaking... You put in the... Breaking the, stuff out. The Christmas.
0: Um, nice. Which, um, which I realized that I have just, like, a you know, Spotify playlist and that I just add stuff to. And then... Uh, it, but it's just, like, a bunch of different versions of the same, like, four or five songs. <laughs> so, like, sure. oh, I, I, I only like these ones. So sure. I'm just going to put in a bunch of yeah. different... Uh, Different well, versions. If, so,
1: if you've been waiting to he- listen to your Christmas songs, now is probably the good time to, to start doing it. If you're one of those purists mm-hmm. who's like, "It's still Advent." I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue if you start playing today, you don't have to wait till Christmas Eve. But yeah, if you if you do wait till then, sure, I'll, I'll power to you. But I'm not gonna worry about it. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I mean, like, I think we said this a couple weeks ago, but it's you know, it's kind of hard when you have like. Um just Christmas parties are like some families, you know, because mm-hmm. there's different sides and like, oh, yeah. you have this side yeah. and like the week before Christmas. And so it's, you know, it is definitely like a hard balance. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like do, do the best you can. The best you can. And uh, that's good enough, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think being mindful of it and being intentional about saying, you know, this is when our family can get together. This is when we can get together. I and mean, we had our staff party. Our Christmas staff party was, the, what, the second weekend? of Yeah, it was Advent. like the 11th. So. Yeah. so, you know, we're with you. We we, mm-hmm. we get you. It's it's uh, it's uh, not always easy to plan things. But I think having that mindfulness of, like, we're preparing for Christmas. We're getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, so.
0: Uh, And speaking about preparing for Christmas, you can't, celebrate Christmas if you don't know the Mass times.
1: Yeah, so we're going to share those with you. (laughs) Um, What we got?
0: So, uh, so we have two, uh, two Masses, um, both Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. So, uh, two on each day. Two on each day. Yep, yep. So, Christmas Eve, we have a 4 p.m. at Holy Family, which uh, has kind of been the traditional one that we've done in the past couple years. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're having a 7 p.m. at St. Lawrence. Mm -hmm. So, Christmas Eve, 4 p.m. Holy Family, 7 p.m. Saint Lawrence. Saint Lawrence will be uh, a candlelit or par- partially candlelit.
1: Yeah, we're we're still figuring out exactly okay. the details, but uh, candlelit. It'll, it'll be dark and with candles. I'm not sure how dark. We want people to be able to get in and out safely, but yeah. we want the mood lighting. So we'll yeah. we'll see how how it develops.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll just put put, put a bunch of candles everywhere. Um, we're
1: we're thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: And uh, yeah, you know that that's uh, always kind of difficult because it's like you know if you want people to like sing along Mm -hmm. but then like they can't yeah you know read but yeah but it's also uh the the um the the kind of wow factor of Mm -hmm. having a uh, a candlelit mass might just like trump that where you're like you know what i'm not going to sing today yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: that's okay i'm going to sing the parts that i know Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah there's that um and then uh so christmas morning uh, Christmas Day Mass times will be the same as like Sunday Mass times. Yeah. Right. So there'll be the nine a.m. at Holy Family and then the eleven a.m. at St. Lawrence. Nice. Uh, the weird thing about this uh, Christmas is that Christmas is a Saturday. Falls on Saturday this year. Uh, and so you know how weird is that. And so what, but, but what that means is that we're not going to be having a Sunday Vigil Mass on Saturday. Right. So, so Christmas there's, there's, evening, no there's no 4 p.m.
1: There's no 4 p.m. Mass at St. Lawrence. So if you're a regular 4 p.m. Mass person, uh, you can come and knock on the door, but I don't think it's going to be open, and I'm not going to be there celebrating Mass. So sorry, because it would just be a Christmas Mass. It wouldn't be a Holy mm-hmm. Family Mass, which is actually Sunday this year. Uh, the day after Christmas is the Feast of the Holy Family, which, you know, uh, we'll be celebrating, but we'll just have the two masses on Sunday. We won't have the anticipatory mass. So it'll be a little different this year. So you're if you want to know the technicalities, you're obligated technically to go one of the Christmas masses, one of the four, and then one of the holy family masses on Sunday. So you can also go in your other parish, your family parish or somewhere else. but if you want want to fill, fulfill your obligations in our cluster, you have to go either third, uh, Friday night, for vigil of Christmas or Christmas Day on Saturday, and then again on Sunday. So you're celebrating Christmas and Holy Family. That's the idea. The church is encouraging us to do that. So,
0: yeah, and um, and also like, what a cool celebration back to back. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, truly.
0: So, um, so yeah, you get to celebrate the birth of Christ and then uh, the the whole family.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring your family to Holy Family.
0: For the celebration of Holy Family. For the
1: Feast of Holy Family, yeah. yeah. What a what a thought.
0: Uh, that's a Holy Family right there. Yeah. Um, Look at that Holy Family. <laughs> Messed um, together. So so yeah, there. I mean, we have um, not not like a ton of announcements, but they're all like because there's a bunch of feasts coming on, mm-hmm. like coming up. So Christmas, and then there's Holy Family, uh, and then Mary, Mother of God.
1: Yeah, is the following Saturday, which is a I mean, Christmas and Mother Mary Mother of God are always a week apart, so if one falls on Saturday, the other one falls on Saturday. So Mary Mother of God is also on Saturday. It is a holy day, but not a holy day of obligation this year because it falls on Saturday. Therefore, we are having a 9 o'clock Mass at Holy Family, I believe. Let me just double-check. 9 o'clock, yeah, here at Holy Family that morning. Um, and then we will have the Vigil Mass for the Feast of Epiphany that evening at St. Lawrence. So mm-hmm. kind of um, interesting, so the epiphany is uh Sunday the second, so we'll have the anticip- anticipatory mass at four p m on Saturday the first, and the end of the Christmas season happens on the baptism of the Lord, which is the ninth, so yeah,
0: yeah, so you know a lot of uh, a lot of i mean the same feast that happen every christmas mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but but uh, yeah, there's a good amount of feasts, but they're all kind of, uh, they're all weird. They're all, they're all in a space.
1: Spacing wise, the way it landed this year, it's a little different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um,
1: but yeah, so there is, um, we have some closures, don't we? Cause, uh, we're going to close the office for a couple of days after Christmas. So. Yep. Yep.
0: So the office is going to be closed Monday and Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. after Christmas. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then,
0: but there's also going to be no adoration or masses. Tuesday, and Wednesday. Right. So there's already no or adoration on Monday, but so office closed Monday, Tuesday, no adoration or masses Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Following Christmas. Following Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Just so, be aware of that. Yep. Um, but I, I think, I think that's it. Unless anything else came up. No, I think that's, that's,
1: that's a good little synopsis. Mm-hmm.
0: And hopefully it made sense. Yeah. Um, great. Well, today, uh, we're going to talk about Christmas, uh, the Christmas season and, um, you know, dive into maybe some of the theology of why Christmas is important and why uh, we celebrate it. Um, But before we do that, Father, could you open us in our prayer? Sure.
1: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord, as we approach this great feast that we've been preparing for now for almost four weeks, we pray that you would help us to enter into this time. May we be receptive to the blessings and the graces and the, the gifts that you would share with us during this time. Uh, we pray that our parishioners would be able to celebrate with their family and friends. We pray for all those who are sick, all those who are not able to get home or, or are not able to visit family for whatever reason, um, that they would be able to receive consolations from the Lord himself. We lift up in prayer any who are sick with Terminal illnesses, or any who have lost a loved one around this time, and so maybe this is a sad time for them. Um, We just uh, bring them before you, Lord, in prayer. And we ask our Mother to intercede for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the the Lord Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed Blessed art thou among among women, and blessed Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mother Mother of God, pray pray for us sinners sinners now and at at the the hour hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen good thanks father so
0: uh so yes we're going to be talking about uh christmas and it's very uh it's very easy during the christmas season to you know kind of forget what christmas is about you know there's the uh, kind of the saying um you know remember the jesus is the reason for the season right you know that is true you know jesus is the reason for the season that's um that's why we're all here. That's why we gather, right? Yeah. Um, so it's but, good to remember that. Yeah, yeah it, it's good to remember <laughs> that, but we also can't just, like, leave it at that because that also doesn't, you know, it's like, well, okay, well, why? Why yeah, is it right? important? Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I guess we can maybe start off with that. Like, why is it important that Christmas happened? Whereas, like, if Christmas didn't
1: happen, what would be different about our faith, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah, we celebrate the incarnation, which is just a fancy word that means God becomes a person, uh, not a person, a human being. So Jesus, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, is incarnate. He takes on flesh is what it uh, ultimately means. And so it's a very important thing because he uses our flesh, the human person, the human body, the human um, experience to redeem us. So it's like God comes with. He could have. He could have. Uh, you know, just saved us without doing that. But as Thomas Aquinas talks about, this is the best way to save us because we we see it. It's instrumental. It's it's explainable. We see what he does. We see what God is doing, and it and it impacts us from within. So God saves us from within humanity. He comes among us, rather than just kind of directing his finger, his holy finger, and saying, I. I fixed the problem from afar. Like, okay, if that would have happened, like, it would have worked, but we wouldn't have seen, like, we wouldn't have had this encounter with the the God of our universe in the flesh. And so because Jesus became one of us, um, we have an experience of God in a very profound and deep way, and a human way. So one of the things as Catholics, and even as Jewish people, there's this idea of corporality, like we... We have sacraments, we have different things that affect us or that we can touch and smell and see and taste, and the body is one way that God did that, one way that Jesus did that is becoming one of us. So um, Christmas is very important because it sets up the resurrection, right? So it begins this uh, 33-year process of Jesus coming and then dying for our sins, and Um, so there's, there's instrumental things that are important to that. So Mary's yes to, to God, to when the uh, angel Gabriel came and spoke to her, she said yes. And instrumental to that is the Immaculate Conception, which we celebrate on the 8th, where Mary was preserved from original sin so that she could say yes with total freedom and total ability to say yes or no. And she said yes. Um, so that is part of that. Um, you know, The prophets, the Old Testament, all of the things that lead up to Christ are part of, instrumentally, how God worked this whole thing to to be uh, happening. So we hear the the phrase, in the fullness of time. So in the fullness of time, God became incarnate, and um, that's what we're celebrating at Christmas. So it's a lot of terminology, but basically what's important is that God chose to redeem us, from within humanity, and to do that from within humanity, he had to become one of us, be born, and that's what we're celebrating at Christmas—the incarnation. God takes on flesh. So it's very exciting, very profound, and not something we always talk a lot about at Christmas time, even though we should. Um, I don't know. I I tend to not give a Christmas day homily that's super theological because one, I don't think it would necessarily land with everybody, like, I don't know, maybe people would be like, finally somebody's doing some theology, but theology, again, is just the study of God, so I tend not to do that. Uh, and The other thing is, you have a lot of visitors, typically, a lot of people who are not regular parishioners, and so you don't want to go off into, you know, seventh heaven of orbit of kind of like going into all this theological stuff and, and uh, having people who are not normally in church go like, Yeah, that's why I don't go to church. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but it is part of, it's important to understand what is the incarnation and why why it affects us. And so, um, I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah. Is that a summary? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, And
0: I think like even going like not only like why did he become man, but just how he became man. Yeah, Um, true. How he became like a human, he... Came not into like probably the worst possible situation, you know, because he had good parents and Mm -hmm. everything, and but um, but just how he came in as humbly as he did, Uh right? And I mean, in multiple different ways, because one, he came as a baby when he probably could have just like appeared appeared as a man and just been like, all right, I'm gonna do this now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but he chose to like live like. Start his earthly life the way that we all do, mm-hmm. and like was obedient to his father and mother mm-hmm. as a kid, like we are, mm-hmm. and um, are we're supposed to, yeah, and yeah. um, and just like the way yeah the way that he he did it rather than just
1: yeah appearing as an adult and yeah. saying this is like and he was born in a stable he's yeah. born to poor family you know these circumstances help us maybe. To identify with the lord a little bit or just kind of say look okay he didn't come in a palace he didn't come in a, a royal throne that was just given to him in, in that sense um and it's because if that had happened it'd be easy to kind of say well you know you could kind of write him off mm-hmm. a little bit to some degree yeah
0: yeah there there's no way that he could have failed yeah, you know, or, yeah. Or, or something right like he he had it all he didn't live like a he, hard life when he,
1: he was born into what, what what do you call people that when they born into a fortune or whatever I don't know if there's a term but anyway he he was born in very humble circumstances um and yes he was he was raised mm-hmm. in very humble circumstances so he didn't have a trust fund did not have a trust fund did not have a college fund did not yeah. get a scholarship so yeah, yeah. um yeah
0: no, i i think it keeps like a yeah a relatability mm-hmm For people, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, no matter whether we're living out our lives every day as disciples or we're at the very beginning of the journey, like, it's still relatable. Right. You know, because just because you're uh, practicing, like, you know, practicing your faith every day in an intentional disciple doesn't mean that life's easy. Right, right. (laughs) Or
1: that you, uh, like, have made it, Right. Right, right. Yeah, and there's something to that too of Christ's own journey through this life and the hardships that he endured. He didn't just have the hardships at the at the crucifixion and the um the passion, but all the things that he went through as a human person. Uh I have to be careful as a divine person and a and a human being like he went through that. Um he he had the experience of growing up, experiencing—I'm sure—friendships, experiencing hardships, experiencing, you know, all kinds of things. So it's a very relatable thing, and I think it gives gives him a lot of street cred if you want to say it that way. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, yeah. I don't think we actually like really think about that sometimes too.
1: Yeah. No just the the first thirty years of his life are it's like he was born, and then we skip ahead thirty years, and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, just thinking of like yeah, everything that he experienced, like
0: we probably also experienced to some degree, you know mm-hmm. see to a certain extent a different world, but uh the same type of problems right,
1: same human experience, yeah,
0: and so uh so so yeah, I, that's that. That's such a such a huge, um. A huge mystery, because you know it still is kind of it's it is still mysterious for mm-hmm. us, even though we
1: yeah the incarnation yeah know
0: know some parts about it right, mm-hmm. um. But just just this this fact that, like, Jesus chose to, become, one of us and enter into the same lives that we have. Uh, and lived among us, and you know, um, all that. Is uh, is why we celebrate, yeah, right, truly, with with the intention to to save us, right, right, right. Um,
1: yeah. It's not all about candy canes and whatever else, lights and stuff. I mean, as a kid, I loved all that stuff, and I didn't always think I didn't necessarily think about all these theological things. But at some point, you got to move beyond that stuff and. Not that you say, oh, we shouldn't do that stuff, or it's bad because we were missing the point, but it's all good, and it's it's all a blessing because Christ did what he did. And um, so, yeah, you can, sometimes it can be like poo-pooing all these human traditions and things that have kind of grown out of the season of Christmas, and some of them maybe are over the top, but there's, there's good things that have developed i would say over Mm -hmm. the centuries and and we don't have to get rid of all those things or say oh they're bad because they they missed the point you know i think there are some things that we probably could get rid of but yeah
0: Yeah. and you know i've never really thought about this this before but it also like almost creates an opportunity to like talk about it though Mm -hmm. yeah you know like um like, even, like, if you're putting up, like, Christmas lights and your neighbor's putting up Christmas lights, you be like, hey, you know, how's it going? You know, you know like gives it gives you an opportunity to, like, actually, like, talk about Christmas. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, yeah, maybe not, like, this super intense theological discussion, but even just, like, it, um, like, I mean, not everyone celebrates Christmas yeah. the way that we celebrate yeah, Christmas. and that's kind and, of things, yeah. and, um, and even people who, you know, other religions who don't actually celebrate Christmas, but, like, Everyone still is like celebrating something they're aware yeah, around this time. And mm-hmm. everyone's aware. And even, yeah, even if they don't celebrate Christmas, I mean, they're celebrating the
1: happy holidays. They the, would
0: say the, yeah, yeah. Happy holidays. Like, the, like everyone knows that we're celebrating something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And everyone's celebrating something. So, um, to a certain extent, it gives you like an open door to like have those discussions, whether how like deep they are. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah um yeah definitely
1: it's uh yeah it's it is interesting how we how we interact with the world around us um and there's this is definitely a a touch point right where despite everything in our world despite all the attempts to kind of er erase christianity in some sense um there's still something that it's like okay we have this holiday. Maybe we don't want to acknowledge that it's about the Christian holiday, but it is. (laughs) Like, there's no way else to, there's Mm -hmm. no way else to get around it, right? You can't just make it about something else. I mean, you can, but everybody knows that the real reason why we have a holiday on the 25th of December, that we have four weeks that we lead up to, we have the season of Advent and everything, is the Christian holiday, right? So, Mm -hmm. it's interesting.
0: Yeah, and... Um, another thing that I mean, we we briefly mentioned it, I think, in the beginning when we were starting. But Christmas, you know, uh, it doesn't just end on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Um, but one, the season goes on until the baptism, mm-hmm. which is sixteen full days.
1: Yeah, we counted today. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh, but there's the octave that is directly after that goes on for eight days. Mm-hmm. Shocker. And um, and. Uh, what that basically means is that every single all every day of that octave is just as it's like, as if the solemnity of the Christmas. nativity
1: goes on for eight days. Yeah, it's like the same level of celebration. So after eight days, you can kind of be like, I'm ready to just get back to less than Christmas celebration because I've ate a lot of cookies and a lot. No, mm-hmm. I mean, but the idea is like." this is such a great celebration, the Church doesn't want to just pass over and be like, oh, I forgot it was one day and I, I was working that day, or I was busy that day. It's like, no, we want it to have eight days. It's kind of like, if you read carefully the Jewish uh, celebrations that are in the New Testament or alluded to in the, New Tes- in the Old Testament or New Testament, like there's these times when they celebrate for like a week or like a month even, and they, they celebrate like these special days to kind of indicate, like, this is really important. And it's kind of that idea in Christianity, too, with, with these octaves at Christmas and Easter and back in the day at Pentecost. Um, the idea was, this is such a great celebration. This is such an important thing that we really want to make it a big deal. And that's how we do it as, as Catholics. So we say, we got an octave. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, maybe we can talk about just a
0: little bit about, like... Um, like celebrating it well, mm. yeah, that's good. Um, because I I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I think it's I think it's important to con, con- to continue to talk about because there's um there's so many dynamics when it comes to like celebrating Christmas just like as a family like as a human person mm-hmm. in today's world, right? Yeah. Um, because it's one thing of like okay, well, let's you know we're gonna go to mass and then we're gonna go and you know have a you know dinner with family or whatever, um. But it's, it's kind of almost like funny that just it's like these days that are some of like the hardest days to like actually like be Christian, <laughs> yeah. Because you know you're with family and uh, you know family I'm, dynamics. Family dynamics and you know there's always that weird aunt or uncle, you know weird, so, weird family. And um, but then there's just um, like there's too much alcohol
1: or yeah, too much yeah. food or yeah. too much binging on different things movies and it's like we try to fit it all in and like instead of like saying what's gonna make a joyful day or a beautiful day we just like this is what we always do we all get together and we drink too much or we Mm -hmm. we get together and we eat too much or we get together and we watch too much or you know so that's a good it's a good thought daniel to try to bring some balance to our celebration so that it's it feels good, like after after those eight days they're not going like, Oh, I'm so glad it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, oh, I feel refreshed, I feel restored. I feel like we did a really good job celebrating that. So that would be the goal for us, um, as Catholics is to, to have that good balance.
0: Yeah, and there's there's so many there's been like far too many Christmases where at the end of the day. Like, just of, like, the actual day of Christmas that I'm just like, I didn't even, like, pray today. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Because it was like, we went to Mass last night, and then we just you know, slept in, ate food, and now I'm going back to bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I didn't even, like, like, and, like, thinking about it, um like, I was like, oh, that'd be one of the, like, probably one of the coolest days of the year just to, like, do all the, like, divine office or something yeah you know yeah like 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 that would be such a good thing to do that like today right you know
1: yeah, you make a very good point even as a priest a lot of times because i'm going to visit family around that time or whatever like a lot of times my prayers are very rushed or they're kind of like sneaking them in like oh we're gonna have something here so i gotta go pray daytime prayer i gotta pray evening prayer or whatever and uh yeah that might be something to, to think of like how could i do that or Maybe invite my family to to pray with me. I haven't always been a very good, very very good at that because I don't want to impose on them. But you know, there's there's something to be said about trying to help. Uh, what's the word? Elevate the the day. You know, mm-hmm. try to make it a sacred day, not just uh, eat too much, sleep too much, watch too much, whatever too much. Like, mm-hmm. but to to really. Have that balance. That's probably a good goal to strive for, for myself included. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, you know, it is it is a uh, it is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wonder if it's at our, an American thing or if it's a Western culture thing. Like, I would be curious to see uh, your hear from other cultures, like what it looks like for them, or um, what do they do that kind of makes it special or whatever, it's, it'd be interesting. I was talking to, uh, I think you know, Sam and Andreas, mm-hmm. they're parishioners at, at Holy Family here. Um, he's from Denmark, and so one of the things they do, even though he a fairly secular country, but they sing a song or sing songs and go around the Christmas tree or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've seen like pictures of that, or whatever, but, but apparently that's something they all do together. Even though,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. You know? So, what are those things that other cultures do to make this day special? It'd be interesting to, to see. Or what what do they do during that season of Christmas that make that special? Um, you know, I, what I think of as visiting family, visiting friends, going to people's houses, opening gifts. Um, I, if I'm honest. The whole gift thing is like, oh, it's like a, it's a headache in my mind. I, I I'm not good at getting gifts or giving gifts, and not very gracious at receiving gifts a lot of times. So, uh, I'd much rather do, do without all of that. But it's part of it, and so I try to enter in as best I can. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, just how do we, how do we sanctify the day? That's, that's a, like, on a normal day, there's a way to do it, and then on a solemnity do it. Uh, there's a way to do it and then on you know, during an octave there's a way to do it and so it's kind of like maybe a learning curve of like how do I do that in a beautiful way that honors God and actually by the end of the day I'm feeling like that was a good day I'm, I'm happy that day went the way it did
0: yeah yeah
1: do you have any funny traditions that you wrote a house hold?
0: you know we don't have any I wouldn't say like funny traditions okay. um, just normal just just maybe normal tra- traditions um we maybe this is our one like funny uh tradition but um we're we're actually not doing this, this this year i don't even think we did it last year maybe we did it last year i can't even remember um but at the, like the day after christmas or i guess the, the night of christmas like we would go we'd go to my grandma's house for christmas day mm. and then uh, we'd go back, uh, go back home, but our, um, um, cousins and aunt, uncle would come, w- would like stay at our house for a couple of days and, um, just, uh, and we would, uh, call it Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. And which, you know. What does it, that mean? Uh, it's, you know, I think it's like an African holiday okay. or something, but it's like, honestly, I don't even know. I should. <laughs> um, but, but. Who started it? Um. Um, but it was, it was just, I mean, we were just like celebrating Christmas, but it was like, it was like the, the day of Kwanzaa and so yeah. we're like, Oh, we're, we're celebrating Kwanzaa today. And like, we're just kind of like joking. And so we just, we just called it that over time. So yeah, we celebrate Kwanzaa and we don't even know what it is or the history behind it. Um, so I don't even know if we wanted to be celebrating it. Um, but so we just kind of like, that was more of a joke though. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, not. Nothing crazy. It, was, it usually just resolved, revolved around, like, eating food, food. Mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. And... Uh, I think that's a pretty safe thing for most celebrations. Involve involves some kind of meal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, just going to Grandma's house and... Nice. Eating food and, you know, um, playing a bunch of cribbage.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: That's probably it. I'm
1: sure... My family usually plays games of some kind. We'll find out what they are this year. (laughs) Good. Um,
0: Do you have any uh, closing
1: thoughts? Uh, Just encourage you and all to come celebrate the days of Christmas. um, And, yeah, maybe just try to strive for that extra balanced celebration this year. Ask God to help you do that. Ask your family maybe to be mindful of that. How, to, how can we do this together? Um, yeah, maybe it's too late this year to make changes and plans, but it's just something to pray about, think about. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Great.
1: Merry, Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah. Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Father Eli. And uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we hope you have a, a great Christmas, a uh, uh, great start to the Christmas season. Uh, and. We will catch you again next time.